Hello everyone and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, June 24th, 2017, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Lawrence Taylor. And I'm Kim Ji-eun, and we'll be right back. Happy birthday! Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> It's the big one, the big 3 O. It's kind, Ooh, of, kind of daunting, actually. Only 3 Yeah, right. <laughs> Any big plans for this big 3 O that you're calling, you're calling it? Um, I'm going, seeing some friends today, going to the, uh, the horse racing track. Ooh, interesting. In Seoul. I haven't actually been, so that'll be nice. Mm-hmm. I actually haven't been either. So, so yeah, it should be fun. Uh, then going for some dinner and drinks mm-hmm. tonight, so yeah. Mm, try to wear a big brimmed hat or something because it's pretty hot. Yeah, that's it? a kind of racing track look as well. So yeah, I might, might do yeah. that. Well, I know we talked about the heat and bananas growing in Korea last week too, but frankly, heat is the only thing that's on my mind these days. Uh, these days, because we're seeing temperatures well over big three <laughs> degrees Celsius all over Korea every day these days. But it seems it's not just the Korean Peninsula, but the entire globe that's burning up. Eh? That's right. Uh, it is quite worrying. Uh, in Europe, they say that it's hotter by about 15 degrees Celsius. That's about 60 degrees Fahrenheit than what they would expect at this time of year. So the heat has even led to a massive, deadly wildfire in Portugal as well. Right, and over in North America, flights are being cancelled because of the heat, they say. Heat records are being broken every day in the Midwest of the United States, with some cities seeing the mercury go up as high as nearly 120 degrees. That's Fahrenheit, of course, which is over 48 degrees Celsius. They're saying it's almost 50 degrees. Well, uh, fortunately, it is forecast to rain uh, this weekend in Korea. And they say that the temperature may return to the seasonal norm of just below 30 degrees Celsius next week. But summer is actually just starting over here, which means it will only get hotter over the coming months. That's true. So we did a little bit of online research on different ways to stay cool in the summertime. Now, some of these may sound elementary, but some of them I've actually never heard before. So we thought it would be nice to share them with all of our listeners. For example, one internet tip says to breathe deep. It says inhaling through the mouth and exhaling through the nose creates a refreshing effect because in theory, when taking in breath this way, your saliva should help cool the air before it's taken to your lungs. Right. It might look a little dumb, but... Yeah, maybe do it, it at home. Yeah, yeah, it's worth a try. Here's one that made me say, why didn't I think of this before? Because um, it says, keep your moisturizers in the refrigerator. It actually made me feel a little bit stupid again because I keep all my facial mask sheets in the fridge so that it would be cool when I use them. I literally had a mask sheet on my face uh, straight out of the fridge as I was looking up these tips. So, yeah, I felt kind of dumb. <laughs> right. And one more tip is uh, stay low. So as obviously hot air rises. So try and stay as close to the floor as possible. Uh, you can sit on the floor instead of the sofa or even sleep on the floor if you're comfortable with that. Right. And obviously these are not for outdoors. You don't want to sit on the asphalt when <laughs> right. it's burning. Um, speaking of trying to sleep in the heat, place your bed linens in a plastic bag and then put it in the freezer for a few minutes before going to bed. Uh, the internet tip said that it won't keep you cool all night, but it might help you fall asleep. Um, so that's a plus, definitely. And the same goes for pillows as well. So if you find yourself one of those pillows filled with buckwheat or beads, 
rather than the ones with cotton or feathers. Uh, place it in the freezer for a bit before using it uh, before bed. And multiple web articles suggest applying ice packs or ice cubes to your pulse points, like your wrists, neck, elbows, ankles, and behind the knees to cool down quickly. Uh, so I tried this at home, and I think it worked best for me when I put an ice pack behind my knees. At first, I tried the wrist, and then it just kind of hurt. And uh, behind the knees, it actually cooled me down. So Actually, as a kid, I remember my mum always telling me to splash cold water on my wrists. Ah. And it does kind of work, so mm-hmm. it's definitely something behind that. Uh, of course, most importantly, stay hydrated. Uh, make sure you avoid sugary drinks, caffeine or alcohol. So just stick to water or sports drinks. That's right. Hope you all stay cool and healthy this summer. And uh, I mean... I suppose you're going to get some drinks tonight, hmm. but um, try to drink uh, just as much as water, I suppose. Right, yeah, maybe alternate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and now before we move on to the letters and reports of the week, here's another quick reminder about our Overseas Listener Satisfaction Survey. First of all, a big thank you to everyone who's already completed the online survey and those who've sent us to hard copies too. We actually received a lot this week. That's right. And for those who have yet to take part, you can take the survey on our website at world.kbs.co.kr and you can also find the link on our Facebook page. As for the physical copies, only those that reach us before the end of August will be counted. So please keep that in mind. For more information on the survey, please visit our website at world.kbs.co.kr. We'll be right back with this week's letters and reports after a quick break, so don't go away. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a quick look at the listener letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some fantastic handwritten, typed up and emailed comments, letters and reception reports from you, our listeners, and we'll share some of those with you on this programme. We'll start with the handwritten letters from our monitor, Fumito Hokamura of Japan. We received a number of envelopes in the past weeks, but as usual, we'll share on the program just a couple of those, a couple of the most recent reports. On May 29th, Fumito listened to us on 9.580 megahertz from 0200 to 0300 hours UTC using a RT750V receiver with the rod antenna. He rated the Simpo 55433 for this broadcast. On the following day, he tuned in to us again on the same frequency using a different receiver this time. It was ATS909X receiver with the rod antenna from 0200 to 0240 hours UTC. The reception condition was similar with the Simpo at 55333. And on May 31st, on the other hand, Fumito tuned in to us on 9.570 megahertz from 0825 to 0900 hours UTC using the ATS909X receiver. And the Simpo started out at 55444 and it actually improved to 5 across the board. So that looks excellent. So evidently the listening condition on 9.570 megahertz is far better than that of 9.580 megahertz, at least in Japan. Thank you very much as always, Fumito. Uh, but distance may have played a big part in the signal strength. Listener Eddie Sashuan in Indonesia also tuned in to us on 9.570 MHz on June 16th at 13.04 hours UTC, and he rated the Simpo 31441. Granted, there's over a two-week difference between the two reports, though. Uh, on the same day, Eddie also listened to our 1400-hour UTC and 1600-hour UTC broadcasts, 
on 9.640 megahertz and said the SIM post stood at 23442 and 22442, respectively. Uh, I guess it just wasn't a good day for radio signals in his region. Eddie also sent us several recordings of the broadcasts, which were indeed quite poor in quality, as indicated by the SIMPO rating. Thank you, as always, Eddie, for your email and the audio files. Earlier in the month, though, listener Satarta Bhattacharjee of India said on June 3rd that the signal was good for 9.640 megahertz between 1600 and 6050 hours uh, UTC. He gave the broadcast an SIO rating of 4 across the board. He said he used a Grundig YB400 receiver with a 20-meter-long dipole antenna. He also asked about the Korean car industry and how well-developed Korea's ocean shipping industry is. Well, as for cars, there are a number of local car makers who are doing quite well overseas, like Hyundai and Kia come to mind, and they are quite popular here at home as well. GM Teo and Renault Samsung are also car makers that started out in Korea, but I think they're now partially owned by, uh, well... GM and Renault. Um, as for the shipping industry, Korea was the world's biggest shipbuilder for a very long time and also was a shipping giant for equally long time. But those two industries were hit quite hard with woes in the past few years and they are struggling to recover as of yet. Hope that answered your question. Thank you for the report and also the question, of course. Our Indian monitor, Ratan Kumar Pool, also sent us his logs on our 1600 to 1700 hours UTC broadcast on 9.640 megahertz from june 8th through 14th and it seems the condition was either fair or good he used a sony icf digital receiver with a telescopic antenna and he rated the simpo three across the board for june 8th 12th and 13th and four across the board for the 9th 10th 11th and 14th broadcasts Listener Diwan Shamim of Bangladesh actually gave a five across the board rating for the 1600-hour UTC broadcast on 9.640 megahertz on June 3rd, which is excellent. He noted that he used a Kchibo receiver with a telescopic antenna. Diwan also wrote, I like to listen to your broadcast. Your programs are very enjoyable and informative. I always enjoy all of the programs and the listener letters. Your presenters are wonderful and their voices are very sweet. Thank you all very much. Uh, thank you very much for your report, and of course, thank you very much for your kind words, Dewan. We also received an email from listener Chang Pak Neng of Indonesia regarding our broadcast on 9.640 MHz. He said that he listened to us on the frequency on June 19th from 1600 to 1700 RZUTC. He gave us lots of details on the content he heard during the broadcast, including those of the news, soul calling, and business watch. He used a Sony ICF 7600DS receiver with a telescopic antenna, and he rated the SIMPO 4433. Thank you for your report. Next up, we have an email report from our listener Andrew Kuznetsov of Latvia. Andrew said he listened to KBS World Radio on June 6th between 15.06 and 15.52 hours UTC on 9.880 MHz. He used a portable Grundig Yacht Boy 400 receiver with a 75-metre long wire antenna which was 20 metres above the ground. We actually don't get very many reports on the frequency for 1500 hours UTC due to the heavy interferences, so we're very pleased to receive this report. But of course, Andrew also noted that there was very strong interference from China Radio International's Russian service, giving the broadcast a SIMPO rating of 32522. Thank you very much, Andrew. 
Our Bangladeshi monitor Mizanur Rahman also sent us his monitoring logs via email, saying that he listened to our programs from 1400 to 1500 hours UTC on 9.880 megahertz between June 8th and 12th, and said that the condition was fair. He used a Grundig digital receiver with a compact antenna and rated the Simpo 3 across the board for all five days. He also noted interferences and noise for all five days, and on one of those days, he said that he listened trust from 1400 to 1600 hours UTC without elaborating any further, but I'm assuming there was heavy interferences from 15 to 1600 hours UTC once again. But thank you very much, Mizanor. Also from Bangladesh, listener Hazi Abdul Manan sent us his logs dated June 14th through the 17th via email. Hazi listened to us using a national analog receiver with a telescopic antenna from 1400 to 1600 hours UTC. He simply wrote that the overall merit is good for all five days rating the Simpo 3 across the board. Thank you very much for your report, Hazi. Lister Munir KP of the United Arab Emirates sent us an email as well. He wrote, Dear Sir, let me send this mail regarding your Korea travel log heard on 9.880 MHz. It was an interesting program about coffee farming, beans processing, etc. Good reception happened at 1450 to 1500 hours UTC. He gave the broadcast a SIMPA rating of 45444 and also told us that he used a Texan PL660 PLL in a size receiver with the synchronous detection and a telescopic antenna and uh, also the normal wire antenna connected to the external antenna socket of the radio. KP also attached a recording of the broadcast as an audio file. Thank you very much for both your report and the file. Moving on to reports on the frequency 9.515 MHz, listener Christian Makanu of Romania sent us a report on the frequency via email. He said that he heard us on June 16th between 1634 and 1657 hours UTC using a Texan PL600 receiver with its built-in telescopic antenna. Christian rated the Simpo 45534 and he gave us some details on the content that he heard, which included programs like Drama Lines and Current Affairs and Focus, as well as the KBS World Radio Quiz. He also wrote in the comments, I wish all of you at KBS World Radio, regardless of the language sections, all the best. Thank you very much, Christian. I think it's the first time I'm hearing Christian's name, but I guess he listens to other uh, language sections as well. Uh, But here in English section, welcome to KBS Listener's Lounge, Christian. Next up, we have a report from our Italian monitor, Giorgio Romanin, using his ICOM IC75 receiver with the Wyndham antenna. Giorgio monitored our broadcast on 9.515 MHz at 1600 hours UTC and those on 7.275 MHz at 1800 hours UTC from June 12th through 16th. The reception on 9.515 MHz was mostly very poor, with the Simpo at 24231 for the whole week, except on Wednesday, June 14th, when it was 34332, just slightly better. As for the 7.275 MHz broadcast, Giorgio was unable to hear us at all. He wrote, at 1800 to 1900 hours UTC on 7.275 MHz, another message, quote-unquote message from China is heard. No possibility to have this quote-unquote message on 9.515 megahertz at 1600 to 1700 hours UTC during summer. Well, thank you very much as always, Giorgio. Speaking of 7.275 megahertz, listener Antonio Iniesta Lopez of Spain left us an online reception report this week, even though the report itself was dated April 18th. 
On this day, he listened to us from 1830 to 1900 hours UTC on 7.275 MHz using a Sony ICF 7600G receiver with a dipole rigid antenna. He rated the Simpo 44332 and added, It is my desire to inform the reception of your station. In order to listen to the recording of the program, please access the MP3 files. You will have an accurate idea of how your station is received from this area of southeastern Spain. Well, we listened to his recording of K-pop Interactive and there was quite a bit of static, but I was pleasantly surprised that it was still possible to enjoy the music through all the noise. Thank you, Antonio. And I think it's also the first time that we're seeing Antonio's name as well. So welcome to KBS World Radio. Here's yet another new listener from Europe, this time from Sweden. Listener Stefan Krona sent us a reception report via email after listening to us on 11.810 MHz on June 19th from 2224 to 2259 RZUTC. He rated the Simpo 33443, citing some QRM from, again, China, and gave us some details of the contents he heard, including songs by the groups SES and Actong Musician or Akmu. Stefan also introduced himself. He wrote, My name is Stefan Kroner and I am 66 years old. I have a wife and five children. A family picture is enclosed. We have a tradition to make a new picture every Christmas. I was a shortwave listener about 50 years ago and I've made a comeback now. My interest in radio and later audio made me study electronics at Chalmers University of Technology. My other interest besides technology is history and particularly my family's history. Well, welcome back to the world of shortwave, Stefan, and thank you for sharing your family's picture. You certainly have a very beautiful family. And such cute grandchildren, too. I've always rather been uh, jealous of the Western tradition of taking family photos around Christmas. And I mean, come to think of it, our relatives gather every year around the traditional Korean holidays, but not once did we even think about taking a group photo. I think I have my grumpy uncles to blame for that. Maybe. (laughs) But yeah. Um, Do you usually take Christmas photos with your family? Or... Yeah, we do actually. I go home every year for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I remember last year, my aunt, uh, she didn't have a digital camera. She had one of the old school like uh-huh. wind-up ones, disposable. And it's just really strange when you go and you go and take a picture and you look behind it. See <laughs> there's how, nothing there. There's no screen. to see. You can't check how good it's going to be. Come so, on, you're turning big three over this year. Yeah, you, you get should, so you used should, to yeah. new technology. You know? yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, I guess it's something that I might suggest to my family this time around. Um, I mean, I guess I don't even have to wait till Christmas but it gives me an idea. Thank you very much, Stefan, for sharing your pictures and uh, welcome to KBS Listener's Lounge. Last but not least, uh, we have a snail mail report from listener Richard Nowak of Florida, U.S. According to his letter, he listened to us on June 4th on 15.575 megahertz from 13.03 to 13.50 hours UTC using an ICOM IC R75 receiver hooked up to an 80-meter off-center fed dipole antenna. He rated the simpo 45333 and gave us some details on the news items he heard. Then he wrote about K-pop Interactive. He said... The K-pop show was great. There was a nice mention of Memorial Day in Korea and getting the flags ready. A nice hip-hop song was played. There was a request for a slow male pop song and a song from June 1992, which was slow. At 13.50 hours UTC, the static was too prominent. KBS has great programming, the news is informative, and the K-pop show was super fun. Thanks for the show and your support of Shortwave. Thank you very much for your support and reports, Richard. Also, Richard enclosed a fantastic postcard of Fort Pierce, which is where he lives. He also wrote, it's getting hot here now. We also found a beer coaster in the envelope of Brooklyn Summer Ale, 
which made us somewhat thirsty for beer. I'm sure I have a few of those later. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll post some of these up on Facebook soon. Actually, we've already posted a picture of these on Facebook. So take a look if you haven't seen them yet. Right. It's a beautiful photo. I've never been to Florida, but it actually, like postcards like these actually make me want to go to Florida like right now. It looks really blue and green and beautiful all around. And I also wanted to uh, make note of the stamps that he used on his envelope. I particularly like the Wonder Woman um, stamp, uh, but there's a Star Trek one and Ingrid Bergman as well. I think it's actually a series called Golden Age Forever USA. Mm, sounds good. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, for his address, he has created a sticker using a photo of a kitten. Um I think it's actually for like the promotion of ASPCA, uh, which is like a, uh, I guess, rescuing and uh, I guess an adoption center for pets. And uh, I think it's a wonderful cause. If I, I guess maybe making these would actually donate some money to the uh, organization as well. I don't know. But if it is, then, well, yes, help animals. Right. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much, Richard. And uh, of course, that's all the time we have for the letters, emails and reception reports from you today. But uh, we'll be sure to send out the corresponding QSL cards to everyone who requested. And we do apolog- apologize that we cannot share every single letter and report from you on the show due to time constraints. And of course, uh, it is now time for us to take a peek into KBS World Radio's mailroom with our mail correspondent, Yoon Ha Lee. Here is... Inside the Mailbox. Hello and welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yoon Ha Lee. In this weekly corner, I share updated information from our Facebook page, as well as news about events, and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English Service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. Every year, many K-pop artists bring out summer songs, and we'd like to know what your favorite summer K-pop tune is. At the end of July, we'll be airing a special summer edition of K-pop Interactive, and we'll play your song requests. We posted the details on our Facebook page. Send us your request and a short story behind it to english at kbs.co.kr or simply comment on the post by July 13th. If you'd like to leave a song request for our special edition of KPI, make sure to head on over to our English Service Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. Now let's move on to website directions. Today we'll be looking at another special program from last year. First, on the website, go to the Archive section, which is on the right side of the screen towards the bottom of the page. On the Archive page, there is a list of all the special programs we aired in the past, sorted by year. Click on 2016, and the second one from the bottom will say New Year's Special Discussions, Korean Politics, Economy, and Culture in 2016. Click on the title, and it'll take you to a page where you can watch the special New Year's edition of Current Affairs in Focus. In this edition, the hosts and distinguished speakers take a look back at the major talking points of 2016. After you watch the video, don't forget to check out other editions of Current Affairs in Focus, our Friday program on Korea's politics and economy. To find the New Year's special discussions of 2016, head on over to our KBS World Radio English Service website, world.kbs.co.kr English. I'd like to add a quick reminder that the deadline for the second quarterly quiz is only a couple days away. You can find the two questions on the KBS World Radio website, which is world.kbs.co.kr slash English. Send us your answers via email to english at kbs.co.kr for your chance to win a souvenir. 
And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yunhali. Have a nice weekend. That's all we have for you on this week's KBS Listeners Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Lawrence Taylor. And this has been Kim Ji-hyun. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye.